What's up, guys? I'm Daniel Logan, Boba Fett from Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, and the Clone Wars. You will listen to Call the Portion Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Quarter Portion Podcast, the only Star Wars podcast that records outside under the heat of Twin Suns. I am Chris DeHoog, uh, recording live from Storybook Gardens for Star Wars Day 2019, and I am joined right now by Jay Bartlett. Hello, Chris, and it is a pleasure to be on the show again. Welcome back Thanks, on the show. Buddy. It's been a slice. We've been on your show a couple times in the past You have, months, but, yeah, we uh, kind of go on each other's shows, it's super fun. Back and forth, a little good community here in London, so good to have you back on. We are, again in Starbuck Gardens uh, for a charity fundraiser for the Children's Hospital. Yeah. Um, th- this is for Children's Hospitals in London, right? Like- yeah, this is specifically for Children's Health Foundation. Um, so Echo 3 is gathered together once again um, to do this cause, which we all very much believe in. We love helping out the kids. And it's just a super fun day. We get to celebrate Star Wars, and we all get to make a difference, hopefully, in a child's life. I mean, who, who needs Galaxy's Edge? Right? Like, I don't, I don't well, want to go to Galaxy's Edge. I want well, to stay here. And, well, well yeah. I'm okay. Well, that's too far. <laughs> Even as I was saying it, that sounded wrong. But and did you have like a lot of people on your Facebook that have selfies with the Falcon? Because I have like 45, and I'm just like you buggers. Not on Facebook, but a lot, a lot on the, uh, the yeah. show's feed yeah. on the Instagram. And that uh, picture Twitter. with the Falcon in the background. I'm like, that should be me. <laughs> One day, if I have, if I take a second mortgage, I'll get there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but it's like having a little slice of that here in London today. It's nice seeing all the characters walking around. It is. I'm So we're looking out here. We're on the main stage. We got Obi-Wan, Boba Fett. We have Darth Vader, Rey, Stormtroopers, Kanan. And, of course, Mr. Lucas is here the again. Himself, yeah. Yes. And there's a bunch of other characters walking around. Greedo. Yeah, a lot of guests awesome. in costumes, too. It's nice to see. Yeah, uh, Vader made a child cry in the first three minutes, I believe, at the park opening. So oh, he's doing a, his job, then. That's a record, I think. Yeah. It's got to be. Amazing, yeah! It is. It turned out to be a beautiful day. We were watching the weather forecast all week, and it was supposed to be thunderstorms. Luckily, they came early this morning, and that's passed. And we got a beautiful day right now. Yeah, we torrential downpours yesterday. I was, I was worried we were going to be flooded out today. I know. And there's rain. Yeah, there's another rain. Nice. Take so, my own little rays arriving soon. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, going on right now is uh, San Diego Comic Con, and I'm not sure if you've seen the news that came out late last night, but uh, we're getting a Kylo Ren prequel comic. Have you heard this yet? I, I very quickly saw that in my feed today. So yeah. Charles Soule, who wrote um, two of my favorite other Star Wars comics, the Darth Vader run that ended last year, and Poe Dameron, he's oh, doing a four-issue Rise of Kylo Ren. Rise of Kylo Ren is called um, starting yeah. in December. Comes in December, yeah. That's really cool, and. Uh, first cover has the knights on it which is nice yeah nice to see and so i know you're a big kylo ren fan yeah yeah um as am i what do you hope to see in his backstory <clears throat> just to flush out the character a bit more i think he's got a real bad rap of being a whiner i mean he's a skywalker right? he's got to whine a bit right <laughs> it's the blood. It's the power um, of skywalker blood. but just to see you know why he came to make these decisions that he did maybe a little bit of snoke's involvement and mm-hmm. in coaxing him to the dark side because we see a little bit in Last Jedi of him and Luke's uh, Jedi Academy, but we don't really see where his anger and stuff came from. Maybe it's just typical Skywalker stuff, but I'm excited to see that. And, of course, 
uh, backstory for the Knights of Ren would be cool. Yes, yeah, and actually this morning I saw a picture of one of the Knights revealed from the cover of the Visual Dictionary. Yes. It's one of the best, like, shots we've got of them, yeah, that is in, like, a background. Yeah, the jagged a, stripe kind of going down yeah, his it's black this, costume. Yeah, similar costume to Kylo's, like, Episode Seven uh, look, but uh, a little different. He's got this wicked-looking, like, scythe-type yeah. staff. I don't know what to call it. Um, so do you think they'll be, like... Kind of like the Sith acolytes, will they be force sensitive but not full Sith warriors, or do you think they'll be just kind of like his guards? This is the big question we've been asking for years now, yeah. right? Like, because my gut instinct is that these are people from Luke's Jedi Academy. It's my guess, anyways, that fell with him or went with him when he destroyed the temple. He's kind of like, who's coming with me? And yeah, there's a few of them that were like, makes his own faction, and then yeah. how does Snoke play into that? Because obviously he must, because. Snoke was his master. Yeah. What role did he have in setting that up? Was this just like his own little boys club that he let Kylo Ren have while he was working for the First Order? Like, and are they even on his side too? Because like the speculation that he might be turned against his own Knights of Ren. Like there was a in the Vanity Fair article a few months back, there was um, a caption that was changed or something from the original print where it said he was fighting the Knights of Ren. And whether that was a typo, like an error on the writer's part or what? Wow. Could be could be fighting his own Knights. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... As much as I think that's a cool plot twist, we really haven't really seen the Knights at all. We saw them in the Vision, but we haven't seen them do what they do. Um, so, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. I think... This is what I think, if you want to hear my little quick theory. <laughs> I told you, we talked about this months ago, I wasn't going to speculate, but after a while, you have to. It's, it's inevitable, yeah. I think he's gone back to Endor to find the ultimate whatever, or he's been called by Palpatine... Maybe he's gone for the saber, I don't know. But I think he's gone to Endor, to that, the destroyed Death Star, to find the ultimate power. And I think at that point, it's not going to matter about Sith Troopers or the Knights of Ren. I think he's looking to become the ultimate Dark Force. That's just what I think. So you don't buy into the ideas of redemption? I think after killing Han, and after being on the cusp of going with Rey, I think he's had two chances. I almost think at this point... The only redemption you can have with Ren is if it's like the base is exploding. You guys go save yourself while I stay back and make sure you escape. That will be okay, but at Ray's, this Ray's point, haunting us right now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the guns on Ray. Holy, been working out. <laughs> Trading for the rematch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my little theory. It's probably not an original, but that's what I think. Yeah, the, the doors are wide open. I think either way, like I would like to see him be redeemed and live in a way because he's such a good character and we haven't had a lot of time with him yet so I'd like him to live on for future stories but yeah, yeah. they can go in any direction because there was actually a, th a theory I saw after Force Awakens that like you know, Han, Han knew he was a double agent so he's like you can kill me if you want to like, that, like that's what that scene meant like Really? Yeah, yeah. I, for, I forget all the details of it, but like maybe he is, has him playing the inside game all along because we, we also don't know what Palpatine's role is yeah and I would, I would like to think that we're going to see some force ghost, although we haven't seen that with a Sith, or some physical manifestation. Who knows? Maybe he's still alive. I mean, if Darth Maul survived, this is the Emperor, as George called him, the Emperor of the Universe, right? So yeah. he's all-powerful. I'm sure he sustains some kind of And it would tie body. the nine movies together, having him come back. But yeah. it's all a matter of how. As long as they deal with the right way, I'm open to anything. Right and now, there's but. also the that he would jump into Ren's body kind of thing. and You know the old uh, Dark yeah. Empire storyline yeah, yeah. where he cloned him, clone of himself and he's hopping from body to body. I don't know. That could work. I could see that. But at the same time. Shibuya, you mentioned off before we started recording here about the Sith Troopers too. How do you think, what role do you think they're going to play? 
I don't know. I, I don't know at all. I think they're really cool. I really like the way they look. Are they a pallet swap? Sure. But so what? It's Most a red stormtrooper. It's cool, man. Again, it's that fine line, right, where if you deviate... You've already got everyone used to the way the stormtrooper looks now. If you go and change it completely again, people are going to freak out, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. Yeah, my initial reaction was, well, they already have red stormtroopers on Resistance. The one, the, car the cartoon show, there's characters in red stormtrooper armor already, and there's a guy in gold armor, too. That's right. Uh, Pyre, right? I still Pyre, have, yeah. I have not seen it yet. And then there's Major Von Reg, who's the uh, one TIE pilot who flies a red TIE interceptor. It's cool, man. Yeah. Um, but they're not called Sith Troopers, right? No, they're, no. Okay. So this is something new. The Sith, the Sith Troopers' armor, if you really look at it, there are different details on it, different right. embellishments and stuff. But the weird thing is that it's, okay, he's called a Sith Trooper, but there's no Sith, and he's in First Order armor. So it's not like it's a red Empire Stormtrooper. It's a red First Order Stormtrooper. So like right. what, how does that factor into it? It, uh, all, it, yeah. all, it all depends on how the leadership of the First Order is going, too, because I, I could kind of see there being difficulties in First Order with Kylo Ren in charge versus Hux. But that dynamic has always been has always been strained. And it's weird that as bad as Kylo Ren thinks he is, like, cold-hearted and such, he still let Hux live. Yeah. He had two, two chances to kill Hux in Last Jedi, and he let him live both times. I think that's really kind of interesting too because those two especially in Force Awakens have always been fighting for daddy's attention right, uh, Snoke's yeah. attention yeah. right and Hux has no respect for that religion or what he is and it's just surprising Ren's let him live this long I think he needs him yeah he needs him to run the First Order stuff because he's that's true Ben doesn't have the same background like if you go into canon which admittedly the actors don't even aren't even aware of <laughs> like uh, Hux's actor didn't even know his character's first name um, oh wow yeah but if you go into the canon like he was born into this like he he's is, a military is his entire life yeah. he need Kylo Ren needs someone like that to run the military aspect because he's not he's not that he grew up the son of a senator <laughs> in the New Republic yeah. like he's he's soft when it comes to that so so he just chokes him out to keep him in line kind of thing gotta right? keep him yeah. gotta keep him in line yeah, yeah. for sure that's well, awesome. Either way, I'm excited to see it play out amongst other things. I'm like, that's just one aspect of the story that we're talking about now. There's still resi the resistance. There's still new characters. Yeah, I mean, we still have the official poster reveal. Yeah, uh, they haven't I'm, shown I'm yet. This weekend. Yeah, Can't I'm wait open. for that. Um, and yeah, it's coming out in December, which is... The time is going by surprisingly fast. Like yeah. It's mid-July already, so... Well, we're, in, we're in a bit of a lull at the moment, like in terms of news but like D23 is next month I'm sure yeah. they'll be doing another trailer at that point maybe haven't yeah, the official we'll poster yet and I, from I'm here on out it's going to be like Force Friday is the first weekend in October yeah. so all the toys will come out so we'll have a deluge of information from that so it's the calm before the storm right now I'm really surprised we haven't got the poster reveal from San Diego or the trailer but do you think they're just redoing the poster after the leak I don't know because everything I read was that was the Walmart's like department store collage like that's not the actual right. poster poster so it, it's hard to say I, I don't know I would hate to be the guy who snapped that and let it leak because you know we got caught oh yeah is, is that worth your job and your career at Lucasfilm <laughs> probably not man. Just, just be that guy who's yeah who got fired and no one knows his name yeah exactly well anyways I think we're getting ready for the parade here so thanks for chatting <laughs> good to catch up my, my pleasure man and uh, yeah let's let's keep doing this it's gonna be a great day so looking forward to it Okay, we are back with uh, Lacey and John Paul. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Uh, so you guys are cosplaying as Sabine and 
Boba Fett, our uh, our Mandalorian mercs, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what is it about these characters that you guys like so much? Like, why why did you choose to cosplay as them? Definitely Sabine. It's the fun colors. Um, I just like she's almost got like a punk rock attitude. It kind of fits in with my normal attitude that I have outside of this. Um, yeah, she's just got this really cool personality, and she changes her hair a lot. I do that too as well. So I felt that I really like related to this character a lot. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know. It's been a, I've liked the character before Empire came out. Uh, like seeing the original stills for Empire Strikes Back. And of course, you didn't know what you were in for with that movie, and just seeing the picture of Boba Fett, that classic picture of him standing there with Vader and Lando Calrissian. Yeah, same effect with like Phasma nowadays, where you get the pre pre release stuff and then yeah. get to see them in action, yeah. or not in action as we're in the suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, how long did it take you guys to make these costumes? Uh, so mine was made by uh, Amber, so it's uh, Amy Cosplay, so it probably didn't take her too long. She's fantastic. I'm working on my own upgrades slowly, but it's definitely a slow process. Right. Work and everything else, volunteering, so it's just a work in progress. It's always, always getting updated. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I purchased mine about four years ago. And it, it's a Ruby's Boba Fett, and Ruby's, had I known before I bought it, I might not have bought it, because Ruby's doesn't have a very good reputation for the quality I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I found that when I got it and started wearing it, things started falling apart and everything else, so... Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's constant repairs and upgrades and changing things. And it's a Return of the Jedi Boba Fett, but I'm slowly turning it into the Empire Strikes Back. Is there a big difference in that? Or? Just some of the colors. Um, like the jetpack in Jedi is uh, like a blue, yellow, red design. And then Empire, it was very uh, understated. It was a lot of just green. Right, right. It was like if you painted between the movies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or go pure white like the prototype from the holiday special. <laughs> I saw a guy at Celebration who came as the prototype of like, Really? Yeah. Staff and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You, you, Lacey, you, you have a bit of an advantage here because you don't have the full... Like, Sabine's gear isn't quite the full Mandalorian set, so yeah, it's a good choice for today. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. Definitely a good choice for today. I mean, I definitely want to get my bucket soon, and I've got little bits and pieces that are getting pretty printed as we're speaking, so eventually it'll just be, like I said, always upgrading so many more upgrades, but I'm definitely glad I got the uh, short sleeve option today. Yeah, definitely. A little <laughs> the bit more breezier. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because of these characters, like, do you guys find that you're really interested in the Mandalorian culture as a whole, or is it just like the, the characters themselves? A little bit of both. I find especially because, like, like Sabine, like that. And that's, and that's what I've always like. Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. Like probably my favorite. Like almost over Sabine, just because again, there's that mystery to him. Right. Just, there was something about him. Um, so I'm really excited though for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Hoping for a Boba Fett and Sabine cameos, or even yeah. if you know she's an old lady and she just walks by, like I'll be fine with that. I always try and look in movies just to see if she made an appearance somewhere in the yeah. background, but nothing yet. There's rumors that Sabine makes an appearance. I haven't heard anything about Boba Fett though. 
Yeah, it's it's tough, right? Because like you have established actors for that, and like you have an established voice actor for Sabine who hasn't made the jump to live action yet. So, like, do you bring Tia Sakar back to do Sabine? She could pull it off, but yeah. she has to look for it. Slap a wig on it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then the guy did like, do you get Tamara Morrison or do you get Daniel Logan to come back as Fett or someone else entirely? Because I know Daniel Logan has. I've seen photos of him in a fat costume. Yes, he has his own that he uh, someone made for him. Yeah. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't bring it to London last year, but because uh, it's, it's, it's a bit hard to travel with that, the customs. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, he would be, I'd love to see him come back on the show. It could be really fulfilling. Have that. Absolutely, yeah. Because like, he's Boba Fett's son, or Django Fett's son, so he doesn't have like exactly like him. Yeah. You, you can make it work. Tomorrow Morrison's too old to play him now anyways. Like I'm sure he'd call it the back of fast, but <laughs> And well and I've heard though that maybe Boba Fett isn't gonna be in it, but there's gonna be several other characters that are canon that'll be in it. I guess uh, IG eighty eight puts in an appearance. Yeah, or someone like him I think. I think it's voiced by um Tago Waititi, the yeah. director. I think he's doing the voice for that yeah. IG robot. Well I saw an Instagram photo and the internet just blew up playing. I'm just picturing Korg from Thor Ragnarok in yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> just bring him right in. What the? Is that uh, is that Chris? Yep, it's going to be a flash pad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> or some things you can't unsee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so besides uh, Mandalorian, what are you guys interested or excited for this this fall with Star Wars? Because we have a lot of content coming. Yeah. I think I cry every time I see that trailer. Right? Out of excitement, out of sadness too as well. You know, it's a lot of time to see Carrie Fisher. Right, so, yeah. But pure excitement for that. I can't wait. I, yeah, I've got so just thinking about it. Like, well, and I, I was at Celebration and I dropped the trailer. Right, yeah, that's right too, yeah. And I'm bragging. I've been to Celebration and bragged. Please, <laughs> brag away. Yes. Tell your story. Um, because uh, everybody that morning, the Friday morning, was wanting to Absolutely. near a TV to see that. And the three stages were... Like jam packed, you couldn't get into them. So I was at the stage, no. uh, the Star Wars show stage, and packed in like, sardines. But it was so cool to be like ground zero for the Star Wars universe to see that happen. With like, yeah, I started talking to people, and there was a guy next to me who was doing a Krennic, and he was from oh, New York City. Uh, there was a guy from Texas that did a Tony Stark Jedi mashup. And, there's these uh, guys from Philadelphia there, and, and just, to, I mean, seeing it on its own, it was, I mean, yeah, I cried when I saw it, but to see it with, like, 10,000 other people who are all as hardcore into it as you are. That, just the energy just through the whole auditorium, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Especially with the end of that, too, I bet there was some, uh, some reaction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be very interesting to see how Ian McDermott, if he actually even chokes, or if he's a force ghost, or what is he? Yeah, there's so many ways you can go with that, right? Like, infinite potential, and if the... It's like, how much can they do, though, in two and a half hours, like, to set that up? 
Yeah. Make, make, it make, it, make it work. Yeah. Make it three and a half. I don't mind. End game length. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fine with me. I love that. I, I, I personally, for me, for end game, I didn't feel it was three hours long. Yeah. Not sitting in the theaters, and I was sitting in like the front row because we couldn't get tickets any other time. So I'm sitting there craned up in, in, in the AVX theater, and I didn't feel like it was no. that long. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just feel yeah. And apparently this movie is going to touch on the previous seven in every way. Like, like, yeah. So there's going to be elements of the previous trilogy. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, they've, they've had little subtle nods, like the clone remark in like, Force Awakens, but yeah. it'd be nice to have something more concrete in there. And Palpatine would definitely achieve that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the children's hospital stuff at all? Like, you know, anything specific you want to talk about with your experiences doing that stuff? Or? The children's hospital? Uh, I love it. I was just there about a month ago. A little bit more than that. We did the teddy bear picnic, so that's always a really big one. I love going there. Um, I do more than just to be in there, so I have a couple other different cosplays. Right, right. Um, but it's just such an experience that I'm so grateful and so thankful for those opportunities. Um, just a chance to see these kids smile. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. A, it warms your heart, and it's a lot of fun being there. Like, you're with your, your friends, who are basically your family. Um, but a lot of the time, it's, it's about the children, and your, your friends are smiling, but the kids are smiling more. And to me, that was what's It's worth a dozen other smiles, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I find doing those visits, I'm glad I have the bucket on, because I've, I've cried a few times. Like, it is not yeah. you see what these kids are going through but they're still just happy to see their favorite characters coming to visit them yeah it's, it's really really good it's amazing uh, and there was a little boy uh, it was a couple of years ago um, I was just standing there and a nurse came to me and said Boba Fett like, I need to see you okay? and, and she said uh, he won't go on the radio like his, his mother was doing it was the radio phone right, right. and uh, they were doing an interview and she said, yeah, he won't go on the radio unless Boba Fett's with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit me right in the stomach. Okay, so I went and stood beside him while his mom talked on the radio. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really powerful. But just seeing, you know, that you've put a smile on their face and made their day a little bit better. Yeah, bringing the, the escapism to them because they're, yeah. a lot of them are stuck in there, right? So yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, thanks for doing what you do. I appreciate knowing there's people in the community that care so much to do, spend this much time of their own to doing that. I mean, I had, a, had an awakening with that myself when my daughter was born. Just like I was walking to the hospital, went to the cafeteria to get something for my wife or something. I forget what I was doing. And I, there was a little uh, NICU stroller like ahead of me. And I'm just like looking at that little little bin that this child is in and picturing the kid back in the, in the room that I just left. And, like I'm just so grateful that if we had needed that that that's there so and then not only well supported but like but like for the for the operation of the hospital but that they that they do special things like like this to, it goes the extra mile for recovery for sure yeah like I'm, I'm there almost once a month oh yeah we do an event like at least once a month there so it's anything from Disney princesses to Star Wars and superheroes um R2 is always there we always have the R2 there um it's a lot of fun it's just we did the radiothon a couple months ago, and it's something that I don't want—I don't want to be thanked for because it's not something right. <laughs> you know, I'm doing for thanks. I'm just doing it because Absolutely. this is something I want to do. It's—I—I I live to volunteer. It's if I couldn't—if I didn't have to work, I'd volunteer my entire life. Right. But fortunately, that's not the way life goes. <laughs> yeah. So volunteer when I can. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Great talking to you. Thanks. Thanks.
for having us. <laughs> Do you have a vision for a cosplay prop, novelty item, or other project, but don't know how to make it without breaking the bank? Nerdful Things has you covered. Ontario's 3D printing experts are committed to quality and affordability. They can forge everything from convention-friendly prop weapons, to masks and helmets, to small embellishments like belt buckles or pauldrons. You might even find a unique nerdy gift for friends. Check out their gallery and request a quote at www.nerdfulthings3d.com. So put your weapons down on the table and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am back here now with uh, Hypergate Cosplay and Messiah Complex Cosplay. It's a mouthful, I know. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Such a pain. Now, Jeff, you were Obi-Wan, but uh, is yours, is your Twilight a specific character? No, she's an original character. Okay. I called her Petra, but she does whatever she wants to do. Nice. I see those nice staff there. What's uh? So it's, for that. it's a pike. Um, it's actually the base for my new cosplay. It's Captain Phasma. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I just haven't finished it yet. But I was like, I don't want to carry a lightsaber today, so it works. I'd go harder <laughs> for a heavier stick. <laughs> now, what would what would be hotter? The, all the all the armor or the the, all the, armor. Uh, the lake? Yeah, fifty yeah. pounds of uh, fiberglass. So. Oh wow, really? The lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lenny uh, Comic Con. So yeah. yeah. September, October, October, October 5th and 6th, yeah. Are you guys going to be there too? Yes, right? yeah, just booked my table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just booked it this week, so, yeah. It's always good to go. Yeah, and it'll be at the convention center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's always exciting to see all the community come together. All the different fandoms, like, not just groups like like Star Wars cosplayers or anything, but like everything, like down to the DeLorean guys and... Diversity, it's Something I still don't know and understand, but it's fun to see they're passionate about it too. Yeah, like you, you, you discover a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not up on the on a lot of the anime stuff anymore. Same. But Neither like, I. Then yeah. You, <laughs> you got no dog in that fight whatsoever. So I get excited about seeing like the really intricate anime costumes. But then when they want to interact with me on it, because like they'll recognize me or something, I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry. sorry. Like, it looks great, but I, yeah. I've never watched yeah. it. I watched Akira, and I watched the first season of Attack on Titan with my oh, son because awesome. he really wanted me to watch it with him. Yeah. And that's the, that's that's the extent it. of my anime. Yeah, my anime is like Digimon and like Pokemon and Sailor Moon. <laughs> like, the classics. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the ones I grew up with. Yeah, yeah, um, Naruto is what I'm getting into. I'm sorry, who? Naruto? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? What is a Naruto? Yeah. Naruto? Naruto? I don't know. I don't know how to say anything. I don't know how to say anything. I don't even know what you're saying right now. What is, yeah, what, what is a Naruto? Uh, you're into it now? No, I haven't started if I want to. I think I, I, I watched that uh, like 10 years ago to yeah. a certain point. And I hear it was big, or it is big. So Live like, your oh. best anime weed life. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. Yeah. Live all your weed goodness. I will try. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, so what is it about Obi-Wan that uh, made you want to do the character? Because Jeffrey Dean Morgan didn't play him as far as oh, I know. That's, that's rich. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> you wound me. The that's betrayal. The betrayal. <laughs> This is lovely. I love that. You guys can. Oh, wow. So for those of you listening, uh, it's a little Queen Amidala that we've got. Our, our large assistant, the guy that's running it here at Spring Mag. I didn't, I didn't catch his name before. So he's dressed up in a Halloween-style, three sizes too small Amidala costume. 
It's, uh, it's fantastic. With this beard and all, it's yeah, great. I'm great. waiting for the sound of fabric ripping yeah, right now. So am but, I. Uh, yeah, don't break too deeply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can. Um, Obi-Wan, so classically, Alec Innes in the original trilogy did a fantastic job. And, and, I, and I loved, because he was such a... Like a, an accomplished Shakespearean style actor, and when they talked to him about doing the role, he said the, the kinds of things he was having to say were so ridiculous, but he still delivered them with such gravitas. Right. He did such a great job. Sure. And then the prequels, and I think we've talked about this before, like Star Wars is very generational, and my generation, of course, identifies more with the original trilogy, so I'm not a giant fan of the prequels. Yeah. But even the people that aren't big on the prequels, everyone universally agrees that Ewan McGregor's. Obi Wan Kenobi was like amongst the best things about the prequel. Did a great job. So all of that, the rich history of the character. Because I don't want to think like either of those dudes. Right. Doesn't sound like the British accent's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit more lightweight. The pattern was relatively easy to get. The material was relatively inexpensive, and it was maybe a week to, to kind of put it together and such. And I already had the saber. So, so there you go. Really, really made it's it a little all. easier. Kind of like uh, the big Lebowski the rug. The saber really brought the whole thing. That's together. right. So, yeah. Really, really tight little cost. Put together, yeah. yeah, like Alec Guinness, like we can still talk about the ways he delivered certain lines and take so much meaning out of it. Like he kind of was ambivalent about doing the whole thing, but like we can, he still did such a good job that you can, like, even the subtle little ways you can you can reinterpret what he's saying about like knowing Anakin and what happened to him. Um, yeah, it's, no, it's fantastic. The fantastic. Like, it was almost like it was a get to have him. Absolutely, right? yeah. Because Mark Hamill wasn't nobody at that point. Even Harrison Ford wasn't even supposed to like just sat in on a tryout type of yeah. thing or yeah. an audition. Yeah. Call auditions in Hollywood. A tryout? Call that auditions. Oh wow! Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Pro Tell tip. Theater person. Pro tip for Thank the theater you person. So They're much. called yeah. auditions, not tryouts. Gotcha. Uh, but Alec Guinness was yeah, like a huge get. Like he was an accomplished actor. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing those interviews. He's like, I can't believe the stuff they're making me say. So you could have just like owned it in if you wanted to, but he didn't. Well, he did a great job. Uh, what I love about him too is in silence his acting is even stronger like he can say any word and I'd be glued to him but even just his facial expressions oh, and the way he can connect with people without talking it's like amazing like, it just blows my mind all the time super good yeah, yeah absolutely so uh, what made you decide to uh, put a plastic set of Leku on your head <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's silicone it doesn't breathe well it's very hot in 40 something degree weather um I have always been drawn to the aliens in Star Wars because it's so different. It's not something we obviously we have here on Earth. Of course. As far as we know, sure. Area 51, the side. Yeah. <laughs> September 20th. Get that in there. <laughs> um, I can't stop all of us. I love. I mean, Elias Pira, and I love um, Hera, and I love like Hera's in the new animated shows. But um, I love just the difference in. I guess, I guess just something that I can't attain personally, so I think it's just different for a challenge for a costuming side of things. I make everything I wear, so um, just the point of seeing something so different um, is just kind of a draw to do it. Though um, my favorite alien species is a Togruta, so Ahsoka. Yeah, similar. Shakti, and I want to make eventually make that, but it's a little bit more of a step. A little more involved. Yeah. But again, there's so many things you can do with that, too, because like her, her look changes so much throughout oh, the different always, appearances. Yeah. And so. just coloring, too. Like you can have purple. Yeah. And the pattern of the pattern of her like facial markings and yeah. everything on the lake was, or whatever they call the yeah. Togruta. Lake and uh, Montrals for their horns. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. I'm rusty on that one. Yeah. Montrals. <laughs> Montrals yeah. and Lake yeah. Of course. Yeah. They have both. What are we talking about? Don't hit me. No. And of course, Phasma I think is pretty self-evident. Why? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. And I just love Gwendolyn Christie so much in any anything she's in, but. 
any hope that she's secretly in episode nine? Oh, she's yes, major hope. And um, the um, deleted scenes with her in them just make me want her to be back more. Oh, the Last Jedi one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the extra, like, just, it's just an extra minute, even, of just her in combat with Finn. It's just incredible. Yeah. She's, she's almost like the Darth Maul of this new oh, trilogy. Yeah. It's something like it was going to be such a, the most amazing, unique, cool, badass character you ever saw. And then you're like, oh! Got five minutes of screen time. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, the heck happened. Just, they yeah, look I awesome, but wait, this is Star Wars, so they're yeah. this amazing character for sure. Yeah, an actress too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's got amazing good. chops. So hopefully she'll be back for nine. I would love her. Something yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Maul can come back, um, I'm, well, I'm in, hopeful. In, five times. In, in JJ, we pray. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He'll lead us oh, back man. to the yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Force Yay, last Jedi. Yeah. I think it'd be cool too to do the new Sith Troopers, the red ones. Yeah. Coming in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll get Phasma done first before yeah. we start talking yeah. about the whole new troopers. <laughs> yeah. So scratch Phasma. Yeah. Yeah. No, just just yeah. get a whole squad of troopers, and then you can be Phasma in the lead. Goal. And your own squadron of troopers. Yeah. It will only take you the rest of your life to do it. Yikes. But maybe in like Star Wars fashion, maybe wait for the movie to see what they actually do. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> before yeah. we get too invested in them. Yeah. They don't get killed within five minutes. Or, and burn on Phasma yeah. already. Or actually, yeah. hit targets. And it's on the screen um, for three or, seconds. Yeah. And yeah. probably won't even say the word Sith Trooper in no, the movie either. Yeah, no, probably not. You so. red. Come <laughs> <laughs> here, over here, red three. No, you can't do red three. Red three. Five. Yeah. yeah. Red five standing by, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys want to talk about the Children's Hospital? Do you guys do the visits as well? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. I've been in a couple of them. You've, you've done way more than I've I have. I've done a fair bit, yeah. yeah. I've been doing this for the past, well, as a Star Wars character, I've been doing it for the past two years. Um, but I've been doing hospital visits six years now as a princess and different characters um, personal side of things hospitals have been a big impact in my life uh, whether it be doing medical training um, personal health reasons etc but mm-hmm. I just I think it's just important to give I guess it's hope I guess that's a Star Wars thing is hope it is a very Star Wars thing um, so I think that's just something that kind of carries on but I think it's just the reaction and just the feeling that you're making connection in a place that hope might not be so viable or so attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why it's exciting about it. But yeah, I love hospital visits are one of my favorite things, if not the, one of the most favorite things about cosplay. Yeah. yeah, we did the radio fund last year. Right, yeah. They brought right. in all the different radio stations and raised a ridiculous amount of money for the Children's Health Foundation. It was fantastic. And at one point, someone from... So we were on the main floor, I guess you would call it. Yeah, the atrium level, yeah. And the sixth floor is where most of the kids are. And at one point, someone came down from the sixth floor, and there was a young girl up on the sixth floor that I think she was going to go for an MRI, and she was yeah. super skittish and nervous about it. So they came down, and I was dressed as Captain America at the time. Mm-hmm. They said, can you come upstairs and just talk to this little girl? She's a huge, huge Captain America fan. It just kind of maybe calm her down a little bit. So I got to go up to the sixth floor by myself, and everywhere I walked... And kids and everyone's like, oh, it's Captain America! <laughs> and a few kids were like, it's Iron Man! I'm like, nope! Team Cap, let's go! Yeah, 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 that's the United I right now. Uh, yeah, and then so I got a chance to talk to this young girl. I think she was seven or eight years old and, and she was super nervous. And by then, of course, you know, we, we'd drawn a crowd or whatever and I got down on me and I talked to her and she very quietly told me that she was a fan. But I'm like, what, what can we do to help you? Like, what do you? She's like, I just have like a couple stuffed animals to take in with me and I'm like yeah we can as long as there's no metal on them we can totally make that happen so got her some of those took some pictures and she seemed pretty cool and then a couple weeks later I got out from her mother saying thank you so much She's so that's amazing yeah. I when, you, when you get to do stuff like that like I love events like this where we get to interact with kids and such and anytime that we can and I tell people this all the time too that the, probably one of the biggest questions I get a lot lately is like 
well, how much would you charge for an appearance, or what would you charge for a birthday party, or whatever. And I tell people universally, if it's a cause, if there's a charity involved, or it's a non-profit, obviously my time is going to be Yeah. How can I help type of thing. Um, and that seems to, to set people's minds at ease, too. Because a lot of these charities are running with barely, like just non-profit or just yeah. like barely from scratch or deep, deep in the hole. So right, yeah. I think it's pretty... I don't think I want to gouge anybody up for that kind of stuff. So, I'm just so coming out donating your time for a worthy cause, something like this today, where I get to interact with the kids and have a great time, and then all this proceeds go on children's stuff funding. Which is like all, like all, all the fundraisers they need. Yeah. Like, like things like this and... The radiothons, yeah, extra yeah. life, like I do extra life every year. And like, yeah, just the awareness, bring up the awareness, get it out there on social media too, so people know it's there and can see it. Yeah, especially yeah. in the current climate too, like yeah. funding for these things is so critical. So yeah, anything we can ever do to help out that kind of stuff. Obviously, we're always doing Awesome, awesome. Uh, where can people find your cosplays? So I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I haven't tied too much elsewhere, but uh, Hypergate Cosplay on both. That's pretty much simple, yeah. Yep, uh, so same thing. So uh, Messiah Complex Cosplay is the handle, and you can find that across most social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter. Wow. Well, dude, yeah, so Instagram, <laughs> Instagram is where most of uh, my stuff is, yeah. and Facebook is like a little bit lower. My Twitter is like a graveyard. Like, yeah. Like 200 followers. Instagram is kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah. Yeah. Posting Instagram fake news all over there. the visual medium <laughs> because this is, I mean, I still believe that cosplay is a performance art, but it is still a very visual medium, so Instagram seems to be the so yeah, Messiah Complex Cosplay, and even through email, you can get me at Messiah Complex Cosplay at gmail.com. If you want to contact me for events or bookings or whatever, awesome. I'm happy to do so. And you'll both be at London Comic Con, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, i got a few things in between there, but yeah, Fan Expo is going to be a big one. August 10th, I'm going to be a guest at Woodstock. the Woodstock Fan yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, formerly Woodstock Spider-Man's birthday bash. <laughs> so it's the mayor to call it Woodstock Fan so that, that should be a good time. And I know I've got something else in there that I'm, that I'm missing there. I don't know, but Fan Expo will be the yeah. big one. Fan Expo, yeah. That's uh, October, no, August 22nd to the 24th. Yeah. 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 Before this year, is it? Yeah, they moved it back because uh-huh. it kept running into Dragon. Dragon Con was at the same weekend. Oh, so that's right, too. Yeah, they, yeah. they were losing out on because uh, yeah. those guests were running Dragon Con to the bigger con. But, so they bumped it back the weekend. Hopefully, it's going to be a little bit some yeah. premier guests. Yeah. Awesome. Well, best of luck to you guys, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you If you enjoyed this episode, please like it and tell a friend. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are free, with new episodes every third Friday. Don't forget to subscribe on your service of choice so you never miss a new discussion. Got a question or comment on today's episode or anything else in the Star Wars universe? Drop us a line on Twitter at KyberClub or on Facebook and Instagram at Quarter Portion Podcast. Your opinions and questions are worth 60 portions to us. Ask a question and we'll gladly answer on the show. Check out coverclub.com for all of our contact information as well as our blog. You can find Pat on Twitter at Django Fletch and on YouTube at Wilderness Wisdom. And you can find me, Chris, on Twitter at Hugathy. Until next time, may you be one with the Force, and may the Force be with you.